Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's happiest podcast network. Hey everyone, welcome to Bookish. I'm George DeMorellis. This is a show where we ask you what's your story and what does it say about you. Today on the show, we have a fellow podcaster at Sans Pants Network, as well as a sibling to one of the other podcasts, mm-hmm. podcasters at Sans Pants Network, Hayden Bleachmore. How you doing, Hayden? I'm doing very well. Thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure to have you on. <laughs> <laughs> Does that sound sincere? Yeah, <laughs> I reckon it, it didn't. Did it? It didn't I, sound sincere, but your face was sincere, so I'll, I buy it. Yeah, I've, I've done more practice on faking a smile than I have faking <laughs> my voice. <laughs> yeah, I have a weird tendency to go from like I I I, I don't think I've got to the point where I've almost accepted it now, where I'm like I'm just going to have a radio sounding voice half the time, like <laughs> it sounds fake. It. Oh yeah, and then eventually I'll get normal again. People are like okay, now he's talking normally, but mm. it's always hey everyone, welcome to the Bookish <laughs> with George Dimarellis. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. I used to work. Yeah, I was in radio, and I used to do um, an afternoons show. And you just it, you just fall into going. Well, that was the new one by Pink, uh, and like you don't notice you're doing it, and it just slowly gets more and more fucked. And then someone goes, "Hey, why are you speaking like that?" And you go, "I don't know." <laughs> why are you talking like not a human. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, is that because you have to do it like fifty times a day, right? So- yeah, and then you're in a studio by yourself, and I don't know. I think you just. Trying to pump yourself up, I think, and just sound fun and vibrant and bouncy. <laughs> and just, yeah. But no and one, the- yeah, no one in radio tells you to sound like that. You just, it just everyone seems to fall into it. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. It's just like, be excited. And yeah, yeah have a yeah. new ways to keep Have some energy. <laughs> yeah, have some energy, but make it positive. Don't be yeah. like, that was from Pink. Like, as in, that's, <laughs> that's excited too. Oh my God, I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah, you know, like ah! it's, yeah. <laughs> just terrified. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because you did, you did, you've done some radio around, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I was uh, doing that. And then uh, up until recently, oh, not right recently. Six to eight months ago, I was doing. Uh, I was at a breakfast show up in Queensland. Where? Where in Queensland? In Central Queensland. Okay. So, so when you say Central Queensland, yep. that's not near the water, is it? It is actually near the water. It's central uh, in in uh, sort of l- up length, the coast. Length, not depth. Okay. <laughs> so that is that sense. is that? So it was like tr- Rockhampton, Gladstone, Yapoon. Okay. Uh, right. Sorry. Right. Is Cairns near there? Cairns is well. Kansas is up there, but it's about eight hours drive away. <laughs> <laughs> the most Australian thing yeah. ever. Like, yeah, now that's so, like, I guess kind of yeah. close. Yeah. yeah, it's funny because people would always be like, because Rockhampton and stuff where I was living is about eight hours away from Brisbane as well. Like Queensland Amazing. is just ginormous. Yeah, Everyone forgets because I think, especially in Victoria, because our state is fairly small. You think about 
It's like, oh, it's just like, you know, the other city we have is Geelong, and that's like, what, an hour away or whatever. Mm. So, like, oh, the other cities in other states must also be close. So people are like, oh, so do you get to Brisbane much? I'm like, no, man, it's eight hours away. Yeah. Like, let me ask you, if you're like from Melbourne, like, oh, do you go to Sydney much? Yeah. Oh, of course you don't. That's crazy. That's probably, yeah, I think that's part of what's weird. You don't realize that, like, Sydney's halfway. Up, yeah. Like, you think of Sydney's like, oh, it's like a third, whatever. It's like, no, no, Sydney's like not even halfway up the coast. Yeah. From, yeah. It's nowhere. It's, uh, yeah. It's, 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 it's Australia's big. I do, because it's something like three cities. Cities in Australia, so this it does add to it. Yeah, it's a lot of space, <laughs> a lot of space, a lot of yeah. empty space. But yeah, so so you up there for how long were you up there for? A little bit over a year. Okay, uh, is that morning breakfast? Like, as in, uh-huh. of course, so morning breakfast. Morning breakfast. Yep, uh, <laughs> not that afternoon breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to bring it in. Yeah, so it was um, Coco pops for dinner. Uh, yeah, so six a.m. till nine, and we get in at four thirty. And Oof. just sort of plan the show and do it, and then it was like, it was great because like obviously the job is incredibly fun, but then also the hours were kind of fucked because obviously you're getting up at four, and there but otherwise like you'd be you're done the main part of your job, the hardest part of your job at nine in the morning, yeah, <laughs> and so you got the entire day, and that's a very nice feeling. That is great. What time yeah. did you go to bed? Um, I think it was about eight eight thirty. I sort of got. Worse and worse as we went on, because at the start I was like very strict, got to get up, but then I was like, oh, I can be, a, I can watch another episode of House. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, you really <laughs> can squeeze another one in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really learned to balance work and life. <laughs> that extra episode of House, I'm going to watch it. It was a pretty sad little life for a while though, because I um, was living by myself, and then I moved up with my, my co-host Nick. Um, but then in the afternoons, because there's a lot of data fill <laughs> when you're in a town where you don't know anyone and there's nothing to do. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, okay, I guess I'll just sit inside, <laughs> go for a walk. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't sound, it's not so bad. It's, uh, it gets, it gets uh, you know. You're lonely because you've got no friends to. Well, yeah, no friends. Although you have like work friends and they're nice and you like them, but you spend all day with them. Because <laughs> yeah. you'd finish at nine and then do you actually do stick around for much longer in yeah, the day? Yeah, so you'd, like- you'd finish the show at nine, then you'd have a couple hours where you'd try and plan the next day's show and you'd have meetings and talk about content and yeah. <laughs> and numbers <laughs> and stuff. The dreaded, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they'd say, hey, instead of saying that, say it slightly differently. It makes a big difference. Oh, really? People say that. People- oh, yeah. Like there was a whole thing about inclusive language. And so instead of saying, I'm really excited, you'd say, this is really exciting. So you'd say, so everyone's involved. Oh, so, so that's what you meant by inclusive. Yeah. Okay, right. Because inclusive can also mean just, you know, in terms of diversity, sort of inclusive. Oh, yeah. I mean, stuff. not so much. But I you mean, mean more like inclusives in just getting everyone up. Yeah, yeah. Make it a universal thing, you know. Yeah. So instead of talking about yourself, you talk about the situation and how everyone else is also involved in the situation as well. So it's you don't want to be listening to two people on the radio and be listening to two people talking about you as well. Like you want to be part of it. So Okay. And yeah. I don't know how much of a difference it made, but we worked really hard on saying everyone instead of like talking about everyone instead of ourselves. All yeah. right. Is it, yeah. Interesting little thing. Yeah. I didn't know mm. that. Okay. And that's, um, yeah. So, so do you, <laughs> I mean, it's just speaking more generally, I guess. Yeah. So it means you're going to sound more confident in your opinions. I feel like, cause you remove all of the, I thinks. Oh <laughs> yeah. Like, this definitely. Seems like, <laughs> yeah. Well, it sort of depends what you're talking about. Cause we were a pretty light and bright radio show. <laughs> like, we didn't talk about too many heavy things. We did occasionally. <laughs> um, cause you sort of have to, when it comes up and when yeah. stuff, because it's really community focused, but then um, it's sort of this, this thing. Because you, you don't want to hear a guy be like, oh, "I don't really know what I think." You want to be like, "I think this," <laughs> yeah. Because when it's about something stupid, if you have two people on a show, you want to have one person thinking one thing, the other person thinking the other thing. Because then you have a disagreement, you have a conversation. But if it's two people being like, mm, "I don't know," it's the worst chat in the world. <laughs> so yeah, you got to be. 
Yeah, you got to pick a side usually. Yeah, yeah, which is uh, great for nuanced debate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the thing we were debating was like, uh, is a rat driving a car a good science? Because there was a science experiment where they made rats drive cars. So I mean, I don't think we needed the nuance too much. Ah, that sounds like great science. I need, <laughs> we was. need more of that. I, that's, I was team rats driving cars. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, no, definitely. I think <laughs> All the way. We need to spend more taxpayer money on getting rats to drive tidy cars. We've already done. Do- made dogs drive cars yep. why not have rats to see if anyone <laughs> definitely any mammal now mm-hmm. <laughs> up next to the elephant get a whale yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are you an extreme right? um so so okay so with that though as well like i love hearing this because it's a kind of detail i don't mm-hmm. like hear as much um so when you're planning out the show yeah is that literally just like what's on the news today and then that or do you yeah. also be like oh this happened to me i went on this date last night and so you, you, you want a healthy mix of both i think so i uh also, it's not like a science either. There's not like a right answer for this sort of stuff. But what we would try and do was, uh, like, ideally, like the personal stuff, the personal stories is always, usually it's always better because it's, I don't know, more interesting. It's about your life and it's something that no other, you couldn't hear anywhere else, yeah. you know? Um, but then with the, you also want to have the <laughs> rats driving cars, silly news stories, and you want to talk about what's happening in like local news and, uh, yeah, so you want to have a, a a good mix is very important. Right. And yeah, because you mentioned this community thing. Because mm. so, I love, like, this is a personal... Sometimes I attach romantic things to stuff. Sure. One of them is the fact that radio, at least what it was, and I don't know, I think it's just dying more and more to uh-huh. be this, but more of a community-like <laughs> oh, yeah. thing. So it's very local, like, so all those stuff. Definitely. And that's such a big component of it. Yeah, well, that's sort of the whole... That's the only thing radio's got going for it, is the fact that it's live and it's local. Because you, there's not really, at the moment anyway, there's not anything that is that besides radio. Like you got Twitch streaming, you got live content, but it's not, it's obviously global. So you, it can't be that niche, it has to be very broad. But when yeah. you're broadcasting like a, a show in like a, it, it's way bigger in uh, regional towns anyway. Because if you live in Melbourne or something and stuff happens, you'll probably hear about it just on the news and stuff. Uh, like on your phone, it'll pop up. But in regional, it doesn't happen as much. So you have to, like, you're the news source in a way, like a big one. Like, there's obviously local papers and stuff, but it doesn't, if there's big news in a town, it's not as big news as in a big city. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like there's not enough people for it to explode on Twitter or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, it's not like, the stuff that's happening in. Uh, Rockhampton isn't trending. And yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. you need the uh, the local newspapers and the local radio stations and and yeah, and then obviously there is obviously that uh, word of mouth stuff is also pretty big as well. But so I guess one of the weird things is like, why would they go for someone who's and like don't get me wrong, it's great that you got it, <laughs> but why would they go for someone who's like not from there? To well, do it? yeah, that's the thing as well. That's obviously another issue. <laughs> well, it's also it's 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 hard, but it's doable to become part of a community pretty quickly. And so you, you know, you join in, you have a show and everyone's like, who are these guys? They're from Melbourne. Uh, But then you have to sort of get them on side and you do some big community events and you talk about what's happening and you like learn as much as possible about the community and you talk to the mayors and you all that sort of stuff. And then, then you're immersed and you're in it and you sort of become a... A, a, not necessarily, yeah. You become a part of, become a part of it, I suppose. Yeah. Oh no, definitely. I actually mm. think you, in many ways, you're coming. 
you're, you're going to be more a part of it because you can, you, you have to do? try. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, yeah. As in, it's like our tourists have seen way more of Australia than any yeah. Australian has. Yeah, like, yeah. In, like, I've never been on the Melbourne Star. <laughs> no one's been on the <laughs> Melbourne Star except people not from, from Melbourne. Exactly. So it's like you're going to be more – and then, like, but you'll actually be more active in the community because you've come there and, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you have to really try hard. Yeah. That's why I'm surprised you weren't, like you, – you had your friends in the – in the studio, obviously, mm. but then did, wasn't it like you expanded out from that, made friends with people everywhere, or not really? Uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't like I had zero other friends, but it wasn't. I didn't have like <laughs> a tight. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't have obviously like the tight circles that obviously I have here, and then you know, and then there's not in sort of regional towns. Oh, actually, that's a big generalization. There's there are some towns that have a pretty cool like music scene and stuff. But there wasn't a really big one in Rockhampton or Clayton. There was a bit, like a, lot, a couple of pub bands that would float around. They were pretty good, but um, I don't know. wasn't as exciting. In a, right. <laughs> and I was trying to do some music-y stuff. Uh, it's hard as well because when you go to – because I was, I was 22 when I moved there. And I'm like, I don't know how to make friends <laughs> because all my friends are like from just pretty much proximity, like you know, from high school or friends of friends or whatever. But when you get thrown into – you don't know anyone. It's like where do you even start? Like it's, yeah. it's tough. Because I I'm not a sports person at all, and so really easy or not. Well, yeah, I suppose it is an easy way, or at least from my perspective, it's an easy way to make friends is to join a team. <laughs> but like I suck at sport and I do not enjoy it at all, and so I'm like I, I, I'll, I'll come watch. <laughs> I, maybe that'll be something, but. Yeah, I don't know. Just standing creepily watching from the <laughs> <Yeah>. stairs. <laughs> Follow them into the change rooms, being like, I wasn't right. playing, but so I want to be so friends. What's going on, guys, huh? <laughs> you guys want to go to the pub after this? Oh, like, okay. <laughs> you know, that can't actually kind of work. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, maybe. But you'd have to be into the game, which you're not. I'm so not into the game, no. That's just the to go watch and be like, yeah, full fan supporting. Mm. I think that would actually, you know, it's not it's not the worst. But uh, yeah, I know, it's hard. It's, it is hard mm. when you go to a new city. Like, because you have to put in effort. And then everyone else is like, how do you make friends? Yeah. You? And like, I also probably let's didn't grab put a in, drink. Yeah, I probably didn't put in the effort either because I was, I was also very tired all the time because you'd get home at midday and you'd be like, fuck, I'm spent. Because you'd be not so much physically tired, but just because you've been ch- trying to have great chats all morning. <laughs> and, you know, so your brain's just like, I just want to be silent and just relax for a bit. Mm. And then it'd be like 5 p.m. You're like, oh, <laughs> get ready for bed soon. So <laughs> No, but it was all right. It was good. It was a very, it was a very fun little job. <laughs> Felt so forced. <laughs> <laughs> and then you had to come back because of uh, Corona, basically. Yeah, so they um, basically they changed. So I was part of the Hit Network, which is part of like Fox FM. It's owned by SCA, which owned Triple M as well. And so they have all these regional stations and they thought, oh, well, with Triple M, we'll keep it all local. But then with the Hit Network, we'll just make every state have one show that'll be the whole state's show instead of having six in each state. To save mm. some money because of <laughs> coronavirus. And so, yeah, we were one of the, like, tw- 20 maybe shows that got cut. No, not 20 shows. It was like 30 people, I think. So it must have been, like, sort of 15-ish shows that got cut, I think. That's so dog. Yeah. And, like, that's what I mean by, like, what's gone now, the community thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's still there's still the other stations, but there's, um yeah, it seems like a, I wouldn't have made that move if I was <laughs> in charge of it, even if I wasn't, you know, personally you know, if it didn't have a show, like I still think it was a weird move, but that's all right. Yeah, it's a tragic thing because it's like mm. it is something which like it's for the community, I guess. But yeah, it, it just blows my mind because what's if you have a, a show that is so national and stuff, it's like what's I could just listen to Spotify or listen to a podcast or something and it wouldn't be that different. Besides the fact that it's not live, I guess, and interactive. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, okay. unless you're unless you're ultra 
Intru- like, unless you're Hamish Nandy, basically. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know if they could ever be a Hamish Nandy again with radio. Nah. Like, it just doesn't have that, that audience there anymore. Nah. Probably because Hamish Nandy took it all to podcasting. <laughs> took it with him. Nah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Love some Hamish Nandy beef. Why not? (laughs) Coming for you, Hamish. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So, I guess that – and that meant you kind of felt a bit – as you mentioned when I was asking you how to introduce you, you felt a bit adrift because, like, you're a bit in between stuff now because the radio stuff's dried up. It was interesting because I think about – it was something uh, Nick said to me once before we had the job uh, and he was like, you know, don't try and do other stuff rather than just radio because when you stop – because – there's there's a saying in radio that you don't work in radio to get fired from radio. Like there's just such a weird turnover for like such strange reasons. Like there was a show on uh, uh, Gold in Melbourne. They were the number one breakfast show, and then they fired them to replace them with Christian O'Connell, the guy from the UK. <laughs> and like it's a, like Christian O'Connell's a great show, but it's just like imagine being those that show before them, just like number one, really really well, and they're like mm, nah. <laughs> You're out. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, what can you do? Yeah. Uh, anyway, so he was saying that, like, you know, because if radio falls apart, which it probably will, like, what what's what's left? I'm like, oh shit, that's a good point. But then I didn't do anything else. So, <laughs> so well, you were so busy. You know? I was so busy watching House and <laughs> yeah. sitting inside my house and yeah, that's yeah. no, nah, that's well, look, fine. You're you're what? How old are you? Twenty four. Plenty of time, time. mate. Plenty of time. But yeah, no, that is a. It, I guess I, the problem with radio as well is like, if they were saying that already culturally and <laughs> yeah. it's only getting worse right only it's only dying worse, yeah. and dying and yeah it's interesting i'm not sure because i think people like, like when it comes to spotify and podcasts and stuff obviously that is king when it comes to music and content on demand uh, but then i think people will start missing live content and interactive content and i don't know if radio will come back or if it'll be like Spotify radio or something, but I don't know. I think I think we will go back to a time where there is more interactive media, like sort of like Twitch is now, but obviously you can't watch Twitch on the way to work. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like so Twitch for radio, <laughs> radio Twitch. That's yeah, how we'll pi- that's how we'll pitch it. <laughs> don't know. I think there'll be some. Yeah, I don't know if it'll be radio. I don't know if they'll be able to claw it back, but I think there'll be something that's in the realms of interactive live audio coming back yeah i mean it makes sense again so, yeah. mm. and again that's why it's going to have to be more local i think that's the only yeah. way to make that yeah have appeal to people because that's uh, yeah it's something you it's uh hard to well you can't do a global local show you have to have the smaller niche stuff yeah so like for people to be calling in with any frame yeah. of reference to each other yeah, yeah exactly um okay well that's cool so and and, and you actually let's do let's do the book and we'll jump around from oh, there yeah, right? the let's hear about everything <laughs> yes this is a book show that's all right <laughs> So your book of choice for today is? Oh, uh, Slaughterhouse-Five. By Kurt Vonnegut. Yes. Yes, the second time we've had this on. Yeah, I know. But uh, I thought, I don't care because that's my favorite book. Did so. you hear? Did you, have you heard the previous one? I intentionally didn't listen to it because I'm like, oh, I don't want to be influenced. But now I'm thinking I probably should have listened to it so we don't cover the same ground. I'll take care of that. Don't <laughs> okay, worry. Because cool. it is interesting. You've got a very different outlook, I feel like, to the last guest. So it's well, Zoe, wasn't it? Yeah, Zoe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So interesting to see what... Uh, where, where this comes from, I guess. Because, like, cool. what? Why is it your favorite? I think it's nif- I think it's neat. <laughs> I think a I year like- of practicing yeah. speech on the radio. Uh, I don't know if it was COVID, which is going. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I like that it's. Well, honestly, I like that it's short. <laughs> I think it just it's got a great pacing. It just 
just hums along. <laughs> Wait, don't shake your head. Don't just, put your it's head. It's not sounding like you've read the book. <laughs> I've read the book. I like the front cover. Yeah. Uh, uh, but with me in books, <laughs> we've got a, a tumultuous relationship a little bit. We sort of, because I like the idea of reading lots of books and then I'll read a book. And then I'll be bored by the book because the book is boring because I've chosen a boring book. And then I'll put the book down and then I won't read another book because I'm still reading this book. That's classic. <laughs> so I end up not reading all that many books. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this book was the first one that I wasn't bored at all the entire time. And I finished it super quick. And I think I thought about it for like days and days afterwards. Okay. Which had never happened to me before with a book because I always read boring books, apparently. <laughs> like, I tried to read Dracula, and because I, so I went through this phase because I'm like, I'm going to be a big reader. I'm going to be a reading, I'm going to be a reading guy, <laughs> right? Love that. And so then I went to the bookstore and I'm like, go to the classics section, get a couple of classics because they're good. They're classics for a reason. These are the best books. And then I read Dracula, and the first half or first third was great. I assume you've read Dracula, right? Surely. Yeah. yeah. Gets to the bit where it's like the, the guy's wife and she's like staring at the boats or something. And then that old guy comes up and it's written in his accent. And I'm like, I just couldn't get through it. it was- well, actually, I listened to it on audiobook. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good idea. But that is. Uh- it was dry. And I, I think I tried to read Dracula twice and at the same chapter, I'm like, this, I don't care. But then I also have a respect for the book. I'm like, I'm, I can't skip it. I'm not going to skim read it. I have to read it, but then I end up not reading it because it's boring. Highly, highly recommended for audiobooks. Yeah, it's, okay. it's made for it, basically. It's, yeah, it's right. One of the, it's fully made for it because you've got different actors doing the different letters. Uh, so, yeah, uh, cool. Yeah, it's really good. But uh, it's also <laughs> a bold way to start. Like, as you know, I haven't read, so I'm going to start on a book written in the 1800s. Yeah, well, <laughs> but the first, it's great. Like, the bit where he's, like, on the side of the castle and he's, like, Climbing around, yeah. that's, a, that's a that's an amazing part. Mate, it's so it's much brilliant. Fun. Yeah, it's but brilliant. like it's not, it's not where you start though. Like as in, it's just, <laughs> yeah, I got to warn you. Gotta ease it. in, yeah, you got to ease in. Make yeah. yourself enjoy some books first. Yeah, and that's why I like I really like Kurt Vonnegut because he's very readable and he's very, uh, I don't know, very approachable. And they're like big themes and big ideas, but little words. <laughs> Every time I feel like we're getting some respect, we uh, immediately lose it all. Okay? How you, so you've shaken your head at me twice so far. I wonder how many we can get. <laughs> it's a playful shaking. Just yeah. so people don't think I'm being too mean. Yeah. Um, did, did you read anything else apart from Dracula? Did you oh, give something else a shot at the time? I read Terry Pratchett. Okay. You read, I was read like, Yeah, I read um, Mort was the first one from the – What's the series called again? Discworld. The Discworld series, yeah. Um, cause I, I was like, yeah, it looks fun. There's a million books in it. Uh, looks a bit silly. Read Mort. And maybe Mort wasn't the best start because I, although I looked up what's the best place to start and they said Mort, but in Mort, it's a cool vibe, but the actual story doesn't happen f- for like the first half of the book. <laughs> like, yeah. Like the first page or the first chapter is him. And it's like the whole premise is he's death's apprentice. It's like his little boy, not a little boy, I don't know, he's a boy, and he yeah. becomes Death's Apprentice, and then he rides around with Death for a bit, and then the next, like, half of the book is him riding around doing various things, and there's no big story, and there's not really anything happening, and then halfway through, then it's like this, the shrinking whatever, yeah. and that doesn't come in for very late. I mean, it builds it up a bit with the Death, uh, saving someone from dying sort of thing, and then 
That's yeah, a cause I, of fun. I don't know. I, I know just... what you mean. Uh, Discworld does have that habit sometimes <laughs> yeah. of having fun yeah. rather than plot driven, which can be, again, it's like, it's a style of book which I think people might need to ease into. The best <laughs> one I reckon is Guards, Guards for. Yeah, okay. For easing in, for, yeah. for an entry point. It's brilliant. It's I think really I'd good. Give, I'd give it another go. I like I like the vibe of Discworld. It, was, it seemed fun. Yeah. A lot of adventure to be had in there, I think. I'd say, I reckon Guards, Guards, uh, yeah, it's probably a really Because mm. it's got everything. It's basically, yeah. it's it's very, very good. Uh, the Okay, so you, you've you given it a few guys. <laughs> yep. Did you finish Mort? I finished Mort. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I finished Mort. And I was, I was yeah. trying to see. <laughs> Trying to add some credibility to you by saying you've read many I books. I don't think, you know? don't, don't, don't try. Don't, okay, try. don't try. There's no point. You recommended you were going to do Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah, I was thinking that's... That is such a non-plot-based, loose book to be yeah, adding really, in yeah, next I, to Mort. Why did I really like it then? I don't know. I really liked it. Because it is... Mm, I guess it isn't plot-based at all, but it was exciting. They were doing different drugs all the time. Okay. <laughs> They were, they were doing fucked up shit all the time. You're, you're allowed to like different things. That's yeah, true. Yeah, that's that is, true. It's, mm. it's. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash achieve today. But you've you've ended up going Slaughterhouse Five. So why was Slaughterhouse Five then? Um I think it well, it's got everything. It's got aliens and it's got time travel. Well, sort of time travel. It's got uh wars. It's got uh, <laughs> it's just hilarious anyone hearing this because they're going to be like, "Oh, this sounds like an epic science fiction operatic thing," but it's not that at all. It's like it's not a very not small that. I think story. It's, yeah, but I think it's yeah. I guess it's not a massive, massive thing. Well, he, he gets abducted by aliens and hangs out on a the uh, planet that I can't remember the name of. Yeah, I can't remember either. <laughs> um, I, I know, but I just feel like it, I, and like it's been years since I read it, mm. but it feels like it's not actually that epic. It's one guy yeah. kind of dealing with stuff. Yeah, it is, it is pretty small. Like it's um, yeah. Do you think I was thinking this on the car ride over, and I haven't read this while thinking this, and maybe this is very obvious, or maybe I'm very wrong. But okay. is it like a PTSD allegory? The fact that he's like tra- lost in time and he's transported back to the war. I think that's instantly. a very fair. Uh, yeah, it's a very fair thing to think. Is yeah. that? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, all right. I've uh, like I like I said, I've read it in years. Yeah, it was a different discussion we had with uh, Zoe, which I assumed as well. So this is why this is really interesting. Yeah. So, so you're, yeah, the PTSD, and that's actually a good point because you were thrown out of time and you're thrown back mm. to the time where you were. Uh, yeah, we're well, thrown back to like the uh, you know big bombings or like just the camps or whatever. Instantly transported back there, which I imagine is 
sort of a PTSD vibe. I don't suffer from PTSD. I don't know, but from what I've heard, it's like you know, you're back. You wake up in the night and in in the sweats, and you're there. You yeah, know? yeah, that's a mm. <laughs> that's, that's PTSD. Yeah, <laughs> and I like um, the whole not I guess playing with time sort of thing, mm. uh, and how the aliens are like. Oh no, all time happens at once. <laughs> And uh, it's everything's just going to happen, and it's all already happened, and that's it. I'm yeah. Like, oh, okay. Cool. Which I think is actually proven f- physics-wise. They yeah. Can't, they can't prove time. Mm, well, it's somehow. Yeah. Well, the thing I heard. Well, yeah. It's like because if you were living in two D and you saw something three D, you'd see it sort of slice by slice in two D, and that's sort of how we experience time in three D, because like <laughs> bit by bit. There you go. Mm. Said better than I did it. <laughs> said better than I said it. Um, so the appeal was kind of a combination of those factors, like that made it. There's no one big. Yeah, it oh, didn't think, hit you on an emotional thing at all or anything like that. I think. Uh, when did you first read it? I probably read it maybe. I only read it sort of fairly recently, maybe six months ago for the first time. Oh right. Mm. Okay. And I think actually I probably read it right after I lost my job and I was living in. <laughs> what. Nothing. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and so I did enjoy the, like, you know, the so it goes element of it. It's like. That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like everything like, happens. Yeah, it does. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it's like everything happens and you can't fight it. And so you just got to go with the flow a bit, which is not really the moral of the book, but it sort of is. Well, it kind well, of, it kind is. of is. Yeah. 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 I don't know if you ever said go with the flow, dude, but <laughs> that's. <laughs> I mean, it's just, so it goes, I feel, there's a bit yeah. more ring to it. <laughs> Go with the flow, dude. Go with the flow, bro. Um, yeah, I really like the uh, that aspect of it, the whole Did you, philosophy of it, I suppose. Yeah, and was that something you'd kind of dealt, obviously you probably thought of that stuff before, or was it kind of like, oh, getting it framed in that way? You were as like, far as like as fate and stuff goes? Yeah, almost the inevitability of things. I think I it, it, my philosophy now lines up with the whole so it goes thing, you got to you can't be too upset about stuff happening. Time is going to pass for us. Uh, yeah. It sort of it used to freak me out heaps. The whole thing about like, do we have free will? If, if all time is already done, then I'm not even doing anything. Oh God. But now I've sort of made peace with it. And I'm like, it doesn't really matter all that much because it doesn't change anything of how I'm experiencing it. Like if everything's all pre-planned because all time has already happened, it doesn't really change my experience than if it isn't. Because it's going to feel the same either way. So either way, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. But also, like, you'd rather, even if there's no free will, mm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make myself not hurt as much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make this moment right now better by choosing the right thing to do, even if it's not technically choosing it. But it's like, I want my predetermined path to be a positive one rather yeah, exactly. than a negative one, even yeah. though it's predetermined. Yeah, definitely. Like that kind of side of things. Because, mm. yeah. I think that's a uh, people can be like, oh, there's no free will, no point in doing it. It's like, yeah, but you can still feel all right. <laughs> yeah, you could try. I still feel sad or not. Yeah. Like, as in, I'd rather set that up. So, mm. even if it's predetermined, I'm glad I went that way with it. Yeah, definitely. I didn't realize, actually. So, now you're saying that with six months, that's interesting because, like, and again, if this is cutting too deep, but I am interested because yeah. of the idea of, like, how long were you with the radio path? Mm hmm. Were you, did you study that in university? Did you go to university for that? So something? I, there, there was a, it was this weird course. It was owned by a radio company and they were doing like radio training. And so it was two days a week for like six hours a day. It was pretty low contact hours for six weeks. And then you'd do, you'd learn how to do radio stuff. You'd learn how to like edit ads, how to write scripts, how to, you know, do all the behind the scenes stuff. And then there would, there was like a week where we'd do a 
we'd have a whole radio station. Like you'd have people doing the afternoon solo shows, you'd have people doing the drive show and the breakfast show and all that kind of thing and people producing it. Um, and then that school no longer exists. <laughs> so I was the, I think, second to last class before I shut down forever. At least you were the last. Yeah. That's right. um, it's not your fault. Yeah. And was that something you wanted to do like – just you're just like ah, I'll just suss it out. Or was that something you always had interest in? Um, I was always interested in it. I never thought about it because I always listened to the radio as a kid, um, and podcasts as well. Um, and so I always just loved, I don't know, listen to people speak and <laughs> that and, and that kind of thing. Uh, and so I was never thought about doing it as a job. I went to a did a TAFE course for like TV. And the only thing I really wanted to gravitate toward was the audio side of it and like listening to people talk. And I'm like, oh, this is nice. Maybe I should. Oh, yeah, I don't know. And then I, I was doing a podcast uh, called The Weekly Muniz, which is was a uh, weekly show about Frankie Muniz with my friend Duncan. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't think there's that much content to get out of that. Uh, you'd be correct. How long did you do that for? Well, it can, it's technically still going. We just released the episode every like six months, and we go, we should really do more of these, and then we don't. <laughs> just just updating everyone on what Frankie Muniz yeah. is up to. He just had a baby. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, Were you even, are you even too, I feel like, or just also, yeah. the fact that you're saying you grew up listening to podcasts freaks me out so much because of how old I am I wouldn't freak out because I was very early into podcasts. Like I was- But still, it's like I was- talking 10 years ago. Yeah, I'm no saying one... 10 years ago, I was not growing up to podcasts. <laughs> well, maybe in... not growing up. Well, I guess I was like 15, 14, 15. Yeah, when I was listening to potties, and uh, it was a lot of shut up a second, and uh, a lot of um, of this sh- of Sandspan stuff, yeah. Oh, yeah, because I guess you had the personal connection to it yeah. as well. So, yeah, because so, they went to a, a university my sister went to, so I was listening to it when it was all on one RSS feed, and there was like five different shows, and I just always loved that. So it was, it was really cool to be on <laughs> shut up a second now. Cause yeah, because like, oh, that's the show I used to listen to in bed when I was like fifteen. <laughs> that is that's it. That is yeah. that's got a door. It's a weird little dream come true for me. Like nice. Um, mm. So I guess, and the so you were you, you did have an appeal for radio always. And yeah, you listening to it always, and then you got you did this course, mm-hmm. and I did the podcast. Oh, and also uh, when I was doing the course, I was doing uh, a radio show at. I wasn't doing a whole show. I was guesting on a show on Sin FM, which is a community radio station attached to the uni I was going to, and so I did that. Uh, the first show I did, it was a stand-up comedy show, as in a show about stand-up comedy. And so there was like, uh, we had a, some guy come in, some comedian, um, and there was like a, a venue review or something. But the f- So I started the show, it was a half-hour show, I went, uh, they, they sort of introduced everyone, I said, hello, and then I didn't say anything <laughs> for 30 minutes, and then the whole show happened, I didn't say a word, and then at the end I went, goodbye. <laughs> What? <laughs> because I just didn't have anything to say. I was too nervous and I just like didn't understand what was happening. I was just like, Ugh. So everyone else was talking. You yeah. just kind of and sat I was just there, there just... just silent being like, I don't know what is going on. <laughs> <laughs> that um, is adorable. <laughs> yeah. And then I did a couple more of them and somehow I really Everyone's loved like, why it. is this sound bite of this random dude to intro <laughs> yeah. and exit the show? I think... I vaguely remember as well getting a text message being like, are you on this? <laughs> it's like, are we on the right look, thing? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but somehow through that, I'm like, I really like this. And so I, I looked into courses uh, that would do it. And there was only one. And yeah, because it was owned by a, uh, a radio company. I got a job with that radio company. Uh, and with with radio, you gotta you pretty much have to move regionally mm. to do it. Well, that's what they say. 
Uh, and so I moved to a town called Colac, about two hours west of Melbourne, which was actually pretty lucky because I was the closest one to Melbourne by far. Uh, there's like a lot of them are like six, seven hours away. <laughs> so you still had to move out there though, right? Still had to move out there, but it means I could come back most weekends and, and still be with friends and stuff. Right. So you're living in Colac. Was that on your own or with someone? Yeah, I was. Uh, so I moved in. I, I went there by myself um, and then I had a, a roommate, but then he moved out. So I was living by myself in there for a while. And how old were cool. you then? I was 20 when I moved, I that's think. That's pretty like. Yeah. That's, that's pretty scary. quick as well though. Like, I guess I feel like to be. Yeah, yeah, it was weird That's because the whole I, lifestyle you've got there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, it's 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 fun doing radio stuff uh, because your life would change dramatically every like twelve months. Mm. <laughs> so I was unemployed. I think I was working for my dad occasionally, just doing manual labor stuff. I'm like, oh, I'm never going to get a job in radio. Oh, it's so hard because it's so competitive. And then. I'd get a call. It's like, hey, can you start next week? I'm like, I guess. And then you just move everything to a town you don't know about. And then you have to start a full-time job. I'm like, oh, cool. I have money now. That's interesting. Yeah, that's what I mean. I feel like that's because I know how competitive it can yeah. be. So the fact that you got that at 20 seems like a pretty good. Yeah, it was It was pretty It was pretty fun. Um, and then we, yeah, sort of a similar thing happened to when I moved up to the, the gig in Queensland. I was like, oh, because I was doing afternoons and editing ads. And I really wanted to do breakfast radio. And I was like, oh, I'm never going to work in breakfast radio. It's too competitive. And then a week, then someone would call. It's like, hey, can you start in two weeks in Queensland? I'm like, oh, shit, I guess. <laughs> okay. You know what? Yeah. I don't think anyone's feeling any sympathy for you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm never going to. Oh, I got it. Well, I'm never going to work on breakfast radio. <laughs> I'm never going to work by the oh, I'm beach. I'm never going to. Oh, I'm never going <laughs> to. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, okay. So, I mean. And this might be going, this is almost me fishing for Let's do it. emotional Fish content, away. but it interests me mm -hmm. at such a young age, Yeah, because you were 20, let's say, and you've got an actual lifestyle and it's big, been your lifestyle. So radio, mm. is very, it's not like some people where it's like, you got a thing you're doing, but you also got lots of other stuff. For you, it sounds like very much, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's your life. life yeah. Right? You kind of really got to commit to it. Yeah. You got to commit to it. So mm. you've, you, I don't want to say you've lost those years because you had a good time, whatever, yeah. but it's very much, you did your own path very clearly defined by this. Mm. And then it got taken away last year. Yeah. And not just taken away there because because it wasn't – because they cut it. It's mm. almost like taken away and been like, oh, shit. There's nowhere to go now. Like, the, yeah. It's not that I lost my job. It's like the job does not exist anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so – and it was – yeah. And we were – it was a really, really good show. Like uh, I really enjoyed doing it. I really enjoyed listening back to it. Uh, yeah. People liked it. It was a number one show. Um, yeah, it was rating really well. And then, yeah, there's – too bad. That's what I mean. That's like a, it's a lot to get at that age, mm. kind of, to be part of a dying industry. <laughs> yeah, I really, yeah. Well, it wasn't too bad. And then coronavirus hit, it's like, oh no. Because <laughs> everyone, before coronavirus, everyone's like, radio's hanging on. It's still the most trusted medium. People, like if they hear it on the radio, they trust it more than when they see it online. Um, and I think in 2018, I think globally, more people listen to the radio than ever. And so we're like, oh, we're hanging on. It's going to be all right. And then coronavirus hit and everyone's like, oh, maybe not. <laughs> no one's driving anymore. Maybe Ooh. we spoke too soon. Ooh. Didn't count on the pandemic, yeah. guys. Damn it. <laughs> 1920, 920, it's 100 years, of course. Every 100 years. <laughs> the, yeah, no, so that's, that's, that, that interests me mm. because that's a perspective which, like, I mean, I actually, when I was, so I used to work in a bank. And the first oh, yeah. year I worked in the bank um, was – the financial crisis hit 
Australia, like oh, the, like is in delayed, and so I was there on what like my first year. So this is like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Uh, it was two thousand ten. But oh, like, okay, right, because that... Australia was delayed compared to everywhere else. Right, I didn't know that. And uh, I was there on a day where they did like a mass firing, where it's like oh, fuck, th- yeah. a third of the people left. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, got, and so it was an eye opener. But for me, it wasn't like the industry. <laughs> I was fine. Well, there's always and be banks still as well. pretend exactly. <laughs> so. It didn't actually phase me that much because yeah. I was like, ah, if anything, it's good news because it's like you're getting rid of people. It's more opportunity for you yeah. to do stuff. But in, from a cold-hearted perspective. <laughs> but for your one, it's, yeah, just it's a lot. It's, it's just There's mm. a soul-searching there going on. Yeah. Which it just interests me. Because, yeah, because now, now it's like, like- You can relate to like the guys who made Betamax. Like, you can relate to Blockbuster, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the guy working in Blockbuster. <laughs> who else can you relate to? You can relate to- <laughs> There's so many industries there. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's not as tragic as that, but it's like it's like I was just listening to this thing the other day. They're yeah. talking about how there was a period of time when um, no one had watches, but watch no watches were too expensive for everyone to have. But everyone had started using watches a lot, so you had to like get up at certain times. So what people were doing, like Victorian era yeah. t- uh, towns, is like they would hire someone to knock on your window to wake you up. Oh, in the yeah, morning. with a big stick. Yeah, they, with a big yeah, stick. Exactly. Yeah. It's like you're one of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the guy with the big stick. <laughs> hey, man, people might need a big stick guy again. You never know. You never know. No, All watches and alarm clocks and phones might conk out on us. If, uh, hey, what are you going to do when the sun bursts out the, the solar flare and all electronics go down, huh? You're going to be coming to the guy with the big stick, aren't you? I don't know if that's going to be the <laughs> concern, waking up at 3, <laughs> exactly 3 a.m. Yeah. But like, so I'm begging Jack, and hopefully that's okay no, yeah, for me yeah, to be joking about it because like – it just it's a lot to like the big, biggest plus in the world for you straight mm. away is obviously you're young so it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's true. I got just, time. like you got plenty of time. Yeah. Um but yeah, I don't know. Do you want to I don't know is that cuz the fact that you're saying that you read this book at that time it just seems like <laughs> yeah. a connection that I can't help but draw. Oh yeah, I think things. it's uh, I think it's a very valid connection. I think it probably well, it definitely did. It was like, oh okay. <laughs> it's uh hmm, interesting. So so it goes, I guess, you know. Mm. And that that attitude there so so you'd had those kind of ideas before. You never kind of put it together in that sort of way. Is that what you're saying? Or that I guess I'd like- never thought about it so intensely before. You know, yeah. I was just kind of like, I just never. I sort of think about it for. A I'm bit. gonna live forever, baby. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I was like, yeah, um, pretty much. <laughs> I'm never gonna die. I'm not mortal. <laughs> um. Uh, <laughs> you're allowed to. It's all right. It's just... Whereas now I'm like, I'll die. Hopefully it's old, and that's all right, and that's fine. Either way, so it goes. Yeah, so <laughs> it goes. that is brutal. That yeah, that's uh, got the right age to learn it at least. I think so. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm in a bit of a weird. It's funny because now I was hadn't thought about it that much until just then when I was saying it before, like. Before I started reading, I was like unemployed, working for my dad sometimes, and now I'm pretty much in the exact same spot as I was four years ago. It's like, fuck. But that's all right. I got some experience. I got some world experience. You've watched so much house. <laughs> I've watched. I just finished it the other day. Uh, <laughs> so no, no, good. it's true though. Like, I mean, that's mm. all part of what life is, doing yeah, stuff and then doing stuff. I went on a bit in. of an adventure. It was all right. Learned some lessons, probably. Couldn't tell you what they are, but maybe if it comes, the same situation comes up again, I'll know what to do. Uh, who knows? I'm sure it was worth doing. Surely, yeah. right? Surely. Surely. Yeah, yeah. Surely. Definitely. <laughs> Nothing wrong with following your passions. Yeah. It's funny now, because now it's like, because my whole career was in my mind, and I was like, I'm going to 
you know, go from this show to this show and then ideally, you know, get a promotion there and get this show and hopefully, you know, the whole, the big dream is having a national like drive show or something. And like, that's, it's hard, very hard, hard to do, obviously. I'm like, yeah, maybe I could do it. Like, you know, if I, it'll take me years and years and years, but if I keep following these and I talk to the right people, I could possibly do it. And now it's like, oh no, <laughs> I don't even know if I want to do it anymore. Cause it's like, I don't know how, I don't even know if I want that anymore. So I'm like, oh fuck, I don't know, what, I don't know what's going on. The price gets higher and higher to get the same thing to a point where it's like, mm. I don't know if it's worth the- Yeah. Yeah. The riskiness, yeah. the probability of getting it yeah. gets more and gets less and less. <laughs> the point is like, what probability is it where you're going to keep doing this? Yeah. Like, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's still worth it, but then it's like also it's, yeah. Mm. Being realistic is like spreading out to other things, I guess. Yeah. So now it's sort of, yeah, I'm spreading currently. <laughs> spreading right Gross. now as we speak. <laughs> I'm all spread. Okay, so that's 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 the more intense, I guess, uh, look at the book connection, which yeah. is grim. <laughs> it's fun. No, it's good. It's good. I didn't expect this. This is a whole different angle, I guess. <laughs> like a completely different to Zoe as well. Um, the only other thing I guess I'll do before we close off, to go in a different direction, yeah. which is on surely lighter. Um, did you – do you like – just because, yeah. So the sci-fi element that's in uh, mm-hmm. that. So we've got like the dealing with grief yeah. <laughs> element that you've. It's funny. Zoe's one was about like death. Oh yeah. And yours is kind of about death too. <laughs> death of dreams. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't stop. I'm sorry. <laughs> you've already gone through. Like, hopefully, we're, we're at the point we can laugh. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. There would have been some grim, I'm sure, times back oh, then. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, that's fine. It's, it's interesting as well because I also have turned down many other radio jobs. So I'm like, I ah. guess I don't want it. <laughs> oh, really? Well, I don't know because I think – so I got offered a me – and, me and Nick got offered a breakfast show, like basically the same job again in like a smaller town, smaller market, sort of vaguely closer to Melbourne. Not really, but like it would have – I don't know. It was vaguely closer. And then – but it was for this like company that is – it's own, they only do regional – shows mm-hmm. and so it's like there's not really much of a ladder to climb with that uh and then they yeah so we turned it down that they offered us more money and then well because we said like oh it's not enough money it's not enough money and then they offered us more money than we we're getting at the first place i'm like hmm i guess it wasn't the money <laughs> we just don't want to do this don't want to do another huge move and they were like because it, it was like one of those things again where it's like oh you have to be down here in two weeks <laughs> with the show ready to go move your entire life down here it's like, oh, fuck, maybe I don't want to do this anymore. Okay, <laughs> right, really? Mm. Oh, okay, that makes it that makes me feel less bad about <laughs> making <laughs> jokes about it, but also kind of like... Yeah, it's interesting. So, yeah, you, did, you, you, you saw it ruined it for you. Yeah, it ruined it, and then it was, it was like there's no... I could, like, with the job we had, I could see a future in it. Oh, I, but before COVID, I could. Um, and then with that sort of thing... Because I think because we'd just been fired and so many people had just gotten fired, going to another network, it's like, why it could just happen again? <laughs> and even in, in that network, it's a smaller network, there's less ladders to climb. But even if we did start climbing the ladder, it, we could just get fired again. <laughs> and so I was like, maybe it's, really? yeah, maybe it's not worth it. Don't know. So it's sullied that part of it as well, that idea of... Um, mm. the- <laughs> It showed you how intangible this, this stuff is, right? Like, yeah. as in, it could be gone tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. And that made it not worth it anymore. Yeah, and just, I think, the stress of moving again, and I was very homesick as well. And I'm like, and and the, because if we moved there, we'd have to be there for probably like another two years before moving on. 
and moving on would probably also be to a different, bigger regional part of Australia. And so the whole path of that was like, oh, that means I'm not living at home, like not living back in Melbourne for like another, well, like there's not really a, a, a future with that network, with that company where I live in Melbourne and do the job. Whereas, so I was like, oh, that's not really something I want to follow then, I guess. Right. Mm. Okay. So you did you've kind of your priorities. Yeah, my priorities are pretty much always <laughs> living in Melbourne and being with friends and family uh, because it's, yeah, um, it's a lot happier. It's, it's interesting because uh, my career is very much in the shitter at the moment, but I'm heaps happier than living in, uh, in, in a regional town. Really? Yeah, definitely. Oh, that's so interesting. That's really mm. sweet. Yeah, it is kind of yeah, nice. Yeah, like it's 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 uh it's not surprising when you think about it, but it's like ah, being around friends and family is very good for your mental health. Who knew? I know. Yeah, it's that's, interesting. Okay, that's that's actually quite nice then. Yeah, it is nice. Um, then, does that put any pressure on now? You're staring at your friends and family, and be like you bastards. <laughs> I chose you. I chose you guys in my career. No, like I uh, no, I don't. I don't think I'll ever regret. No, no, uh, the, the choice. It was good. Okay, that makes sense. So yeah, that's a, again, it comes down to the the price of doing things. Sometimes is more than it's not worth it. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. Like that, it's not. Uh, yeah, sort of a job with uh, <laughs> that's in an industry that's definitely dying, uh, in a specific job that has not much of a future. I'd rather just be here and with my friends and family, and then looking for new things. Yeah, and looking yeah, for new stuff. Like cutting and I've been your doing, and getting yeah, doing some stuff with with Sans Pants now, which is exciting. Because it's something I've been wanting to do for ages. Um, yeah, like being on Shut Up Seconds is really cool. I've been doing, <laughs> I mean, it's not a career or anything, but <laughs> like doing Twitch streaming and, and just making connections through that and through here. Like I feel like I'm more, I don't know, I'm in it. I feel like my, I, I, so for the audience, yeah. for my audience, which is bookish, I don't know how much they would know Twitch. Oh, that's Twitch fine. Twitch is yeah. essentially uh, social gaming. I guess. Yeah. Is that, so but is it just gaming or is it other uh, things? Well? It's just just live streaming. So yes, it's just live streaming. Just jump in front of the people cam- put most, a camera mm-hmm. and you they can see your face. Yep. And then you're playing a game. Yep. Most of talk. most of it's gaming. Some of it is like. <laughs> so it's live streaming more than live streams. So some people do like uh, real life streams where they just go out in public and they've got a camera on and they just do stuff. Uh, there's a thing that's just started up recently called hot tub streaming where very attractive women will get in a hot tub and just stream that and they get like 15,000 people watching them at all times they just, and they make so much money. It's great. Wait, wait, like as in they just lie there or mm-hmm. they do so they, things? Well, so they, they don't do things, but they're in the hot tub, they're in a bikini and then they'll be like, hey, if you give me money, I'll write your name on my body with a permanent marker. And then people will give them a lot of money and then they'll write the person's name. And so you'll tune into a hot tub stream and there'll be a very attractive woman in a bikini, which is writing all over her and just like so many people going, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> it's a great, it's a great, it's a great little corner of the internet. <laughs> I'm just, I didn't even know. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know. What the fuck? <laughs> And they make so much money, dude. It's crazy. They Have make, you ever like, thought about doing hot tub? <laughs> I don't think I could pull it off. Um, I probably would if I could. I have a great respect for hot tub streamers. Don't like they. Oh, but I'm not judging it at all. So much money and like, fuck, they're hustling so good. It's great. Yeah, yeah love to see it. Because this whole thing, right? You, you, when you're doing the Twitch stream, you yep. uh, tell people. 
paid five dollars or one dollar or ten dollars, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and then I'll do this thing. Yeah, most yeah, a lot of streamers do that. They have a little donation thing, or they have a goal where it's like, hey, I'm trying to save. Like I had one for a, I wanted to buy a green screen, <laughs> so I had a little little bar, and people would give me a couple bucks sometimes. Like I'm nearly there, and now I got a green screen. So we're <laughs> success, success. We're it's growth. It's good. <laughs> Because <laughs> the, the, the people who do make the most money on that make clean up, right? Oh yeah, like there's a. I don't. I, I'm not trying to become like a, a huge Twitch streamer. I'm just doing it because it's, it's really fun to do. But um, yeah, like people make thousands and thousands of dollars just in a couple hours. Yeah, uh, I think hot tub streamers probably make the most amount of money. But then other other bigger streamers, uh, with just with subscriptions and stuff like that. Yeah, so someone. I don't know. I I because to go for the gaming live stream thing. Yeah. Um. The thing that annoys me about it yeah. is like you're not enjoying the game because you're talking, so you're not actually getting into the game. You're doing it all from a distance. Yeah. So you're not yeah. really enjoying the game. So you can, it's like, you can talk and enjoy a game, I think. Or maybe I can't multitask. Yeah. <laughs> that might be more a me thing. Yeah, though. maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but it sort of depends what games you're playing as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay, that's a uh, fair enough. Um, like you can talk a lot while playing Mario Kart. <laughs> that you can. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's true. No, I'm thinking more like the... Engrossing games, the ones that suck yeah. you in and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. the big storyline-driven ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, thanks very much uh, for being on. If anyone wants to catch you on anything, what is your? Uh, I'm you on. Shout out to? Shut up a second is probably the thing I'm most on at the moment. Uh, I'm not on every episode, but I'm on uh, many of them. Some, some of them. So just shut up a second wherever you get your podcasts. And what's, what's your Twitch screen? Oh, you want uh, Twitch.tv/slash Hayden 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 H is my username. Wow. Four Haydens and a H. It's uh, a horrible username. All the rest are taken. I think I'm stuck with it. I just said it so many times on podcasts and stuff. It's like, ah, uh, probably should just stick with it. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Well, if you want to catch Hayden 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 H, you can see him on Twitch stream. But thanks very much for being on. Hey, and thanks for having me. Yeah, no stress. Thanks for listening. If you want to help support this show and all the other shows we do here at Sans Pants Radio, then why not subscribe to SansPantsPlus.com? For as little as $5 a month, you could have access to a whole bunch of bonus shows and content. Once again, that's SansPantsPlus.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.